0: Welcome to the Minnesotan Pod. We are joined today with Jay Ekman, the new head coach at Forest Lake High School. Jay is a 2010 grad from Andover High School where he played football and hockey. Jay played football at the University of Wisconsin-River Falls and graduated in 2015. After school, he went on to coach Andover Youth Hockey for eight years where the Huskies made two trips to the Bantam AA State Tournament. Welcome to the Minnesotan Pod, Jay Ekman.
1: Stay up out in the if you probably can't take the heat. Say, say, you say, need say, to
0: stay up in the out the air air if air you air can't air take the heat. Cause it like I it. Like yeah. like How you doing today, coach? I'm doing well. How are you? Good. I met you probably seven, eight years ago. Uh, you were coaching in the Bantam Elite League and I saw other than our build and your my your better looks, uh, I saw a lot of myself in you. I uh, was a young coach one day and very fired up, and uh, it was fun to watch you go into squirts and and bantams and obviously BAM A for seven seasons. It was incredible run you had at Andover, it's fun to watch you now with a Forest Lake sweatshirt on. Yeah. And uh, you've kind of been a little bit of an underdog. You like that underdog role. And uh, I think that you're gonna fit in great at Forest Lake. Uh, tell me about how the process went down, how you got hired and applied for the job, and all that stuff.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, thank you for having me on the pod today. Um, you know, it's kind of a it was kind of a whirlwind. Um, was you know obviously saw it opened up and had some interconnections about maybe there being a coaching change, and was uh, jumped on that application process right away and. um you know, a month and change later, I had some good conversations with the AD over there, Mike Kennan and um, it turned out to be a really good fit and a good fit for my family, and I'm super excited to uh, begin my, uh, you know, process and career with Forest Lake, and um, I'm beyond excited.
0: We, we spent a little time here just kind of going through your path, uh, family and uh, your wife and You know, great dance line winner that she was. We had to get that in early, right? Yep, State champion. Um, But you dropped something literally 10 seconds before we went into the intro about your college roommate and what he does. So talk about that. I think that may have had some influence if you think about it. The
1: coach might have went and said, said, hey, what do you think of this Ekman guy? Yep, it it definitely did. Um, Shout out to Forest Lake Football, Brad Biscoe and that group um you know they've they've had a f- phenomenal turnaround from the year before um you know made it to the section championship and lost to Maple Grove um a really good football game and um Brad and I have gone back way back playing youth football you know uh going to the local baseball parks and the baseball round and um ended up playing college football together and we're roommates in college for 4 years and um I think there was a conversation uh, within the, the last couple of years on how fun it would be if we both could be coaching at the same high school, and um, yeah, now now it's uh, kind of come to fruition a little bit, and uh, it's been it's been really fun. Well, I was so excited to hear that. I think it's kind of a neat story how you guys go back
0: to college and probably broke down a couple games, whether it be hockey or football in
1: your day. Yep, exactly, and Brad he like to say he's probably another assistant coach too. He was in our team meeting, helping out with some technical aspects of the slideshow. And now uh, he's a, he's a great guy. I'm sure. I'm sure. Uh, okay. So let's
0: just break down uh, a little bit about who you are. I like to do a little bit of background, family, stuff like that. Uh, your parents, uh, Mark and Susie talk a little bit about those two and, and their influence on you and what kind of what they did for a living or what they're probably still doing for a living. They're still pretty young.
1: Yeah. Um, uh, my father owns a franchise Performa for marketing. Son he um, helps with uh, promotional branding for companies. Uh, mom is a communication instructor for a post acute uh, facility, um, helping with uh, individuals that need assistance um, in, in care. And um, yeah, they're they're probably my biggest supporters and influences. And um, you know they've they've been through the thick and. Th- thick and uh, thin with me through my coaching career and they always come out and support. They're always asking all my teams are doing and I've um, been really blessed to have a really good support system with them.
0: I have a son who's two games into uh, traveling baseball after a post-college. Yeah. So uh, how many games should I go to of his? I want to go to every game, but I feel like that'd be kind of tampering, you know, uh, how many should I go to out of a 25 gamer?
1: Oh man. Um five? I think I think five to five, six, seven maybe. Maybe I, playoffs if they make playoffs. Okay.
0: All right. Uh, so I just wanna make sure yeah. I, I don't I don't wanna tread too hard on his uh his his career. So oh. I think we do fine. All right. Um and I think you got look, I wanna know, uh you got younger sisters, they're twins. Yep. Um, Sarah and Liz, did I write yep. that right? Yep. Um, are they your biggest fans, or were they your biggest nuisance? Because I'm the youngest, so I never. I'm always a little nervous if I was a nuisance to my older right. siblings or not.
1: I would probably say I was their biggest nuisance. <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> did no, they, they get stuck going to all your games? I, I, I'm, I, I'm sure they did. They uh, they ran track in high school and had a little bit of a car- hockey career, but um, you know they've been supportive as well and. Um, you know, always asking how our teams are doing and, um, yeah, they've been, they've been great too. So
0: they're a couple years younger. Where are they? They're probably out or just fresh out of college, maybe a couple years out of college. And yeah. A
1: few years out of college. Um, Sarah is a dental hygienist. Okay. Liz works in, uh, customer success with, uh, a food, a food packaging group. So, All right. Are they, um, are they sports fans? They are. They are. Um, not as diehard probably as myself, but they'll watch the Wild and Twins and Vikings. And would they ever come to one of your games? Oh, I'm sure they will. Of course. Did them they out. ever come to any of your Andover games? Yeah, they've they've been to a few. Not as much right. as my parents, but right. um, I don't know how exciting a Bantam game would be for right. uh, someone who isn't necessarily invested. But okay, um, yeah, no, they'll definitely come out.
0: And, All right. Um, would are, are they are they identical twins? Yes, they are. So they probably could kill you if they wanted to because they could communicate with one another and they they have probably can use <laughs> well, signs, well, they live, right?
1: They still they still live together in Maple Grove. Do they yeah. see? Yeah. I was it's gonna difficult. say there there's that, that that there's a bond there that you can't break, yeah, right? The twins chemistry. <laughs> uh,
0: okay, so let's talk a little bit about your sports. We talked about on in the intro a little bit. You play football and hockey. At, at andover yep. what were you like as a kid was it just
1: are you, i'm guessing it was just whatever there was a ball or a puck you wanted to play yeah there's uh there's a meme that goes around instagram with a little kid that plays with a hockey stick in his crib and i feel oh, like yeah. that was me growing up always wanted to play sports always wanted to be outside and um you know my dad playing sports growing up and coaching my teams was a big influence too
0: So your dad was a football player, too, for the
1: Concordia Cobbers. Yep. And I think you dropped on me that there was a national championship in there? Yep. So um, uh, dad was a defensive end for the Cobbers. Uh, I believe it was 1978 they won the national championship. You said he was from Columbia Heights. Yep, Columbia Heights. Was he a state champion there, too? Don't quote me. I'm not sure. Um, because there was a was there football. was a there was a
0: Columbia Heights State champion late 70s early 80s. Mark Alt was a amazing tight end from that team, and I'm not sure what year it was, but Heights had some powerhouses in the mid 70s to early 80s in a lot of sports.
1: Don't quote me. I'm not entirely sure. I just know that uh, he has a national championship ring somewhere. Football ring.
0: <laughs> All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Um, So, so you're playing sports, um, in high school, your head coach, uh, was Rich Wilkie. Uh, talk a little bit about his coaching style and what maybe you drew from him.
1: Yeah. Uh, Rich was, you know, he was a a staple of Andover football for a while. I believe it was over, over 20 years. He was the head coach there and, um, played football with Mike, one of his middle sons. Um, no, great guy, caring, um you know, really, really brought the leadership aspect of someone you'd want to look up to as a coach. And, um, he's had some great teams over there and now he's with, uh, Augsburg. But okay. No, it was, it was a lot of fun being able to play
0: for him. So he, um, when you were growing up was in, in Andover, was it Friday night lights? Did you guys yep. go to every game Wear yep. the Jersey, the whole deal?
1: Yep, probably the definition of Friday Night Lights. Really, more um, the Jersey to school, pack the stands. Um, you know, and the announcer did the "Who let the dogs out" for the Huskies. <laughs> you no, know. you know, it was uh, it was a lot of fun, a really cool experience, and the community really, uh, um, you know, came together for, for those Friday football games. All right, still do too.
0: And yeah. hockey back in the day, what was Andover? Did wh- when when was the Andover Community Center built? When was that rink built?
1: The rink was built first well, time I was there in two thousand eleven. I, I wanna say I wanna say no, it was other than that. Oh. I wanna say it was two thousand and six. No, I'm saying the first time I ever oh, gone there, so actually. I know right. it was before yeah, yeah, yeah. eleven. Yeah. So two thousand six, um, you played in it. Yeah. Yep. When I you know. were a kid, where did you guys play? So I grew up in Fredley. Oh, so okay. I played my my original what was sports it? to what organization was Friday? So that was North Nova. Metro. Yeah, I was gonna say North, North Metro, Metro Pirates. We played yep. at the old Columbia Arena. Um You've seen the old Columbia Arena. Yeah, that's where That's we amazing. Yep. Um then we moved to Andover ninety nine. Then my first year was with um we were on the side of where Ham Lake was. So we had, we played for Blaine Youth Hockey Association. Right. And then my next year I was with Andover. So that would have been twenty two thousand and two or two thousand one i believe okay what were you squirt pee-wee? i think i was a first year Wee. okay yeah. all right
0: um and then when you get to high school uh oh first of all youth wise did where Aunt was Andover? i'm thinking think they were still pretty young though they weren't great were they good or how were you guys
1: um we were okay um i don't think we were necessarily a, a huge powerhouse but um we had some talented teams um Went to VFW State a few times, and that yeah, was fun.
0: All right. Uh, coach Thorson, Coach Manny, both uh, got their hands on you. One was the head – I think it was head coach, Bill, co-coaches, your junior year, and then Manny was your senior year. I, I believe that, yep. Um, go through those two guys. I mean, I can only imagine what the effect Bill Thorson had on you from a hockey coaching perspective. Do you want to start with Bill or you want to go with Mark? We can start with Bill. Okay. So, Bill, you also coached with. So, what are your recollections of Bill as a head coach and, and, you know, influencing you as a player and both as a coach?
1: Yeah. Uh, Bill was uh, a very fiery coach. Uh, I can remember a few times where we didn't necessarily get off to hot starts and he'd come into the locker room and give a dramatic speech to get the guys going. And, um, you know, Bill is. Bill, Bill's coaching and, and coming up with drills to really impact skill development and um, getting everyone moving on the ice is is pretty incredible, and um, being able to coach with him at the squirt level too really brought, uh, you know, another sense of how to how to lead a team, especially at that younger group where a lot of the practices were split ice. So you had a lot of the ADM-style practices with stations. stationary work and um, – was able to gain a lot of knowledge from bill um specifically from coaching but also from playing underneath him i've had spent a lot of time with coach manny he was i've
0: done a full podcast with him about his history in the air force and all the things that he's done in life um and i did a short one with him as well um so i got to know him pretty well what are your takeaways with coach manny and his influence on you
1: yeah um Mark Mark has been great so far um, with conversations I've had already, even in the beginning processes here with Forest Lake. Um, you know, Mark is is someone I look up to. He was my first phone call when I um, took the Forest Lake job to let him know. He's been a great mentor. Just being able to watch him through the last decade or so, coaches teams and lead his teams. Um, you know, the leadership aspect of the kids looking up to someone that. You know, has has done, you know, flown Air Force One, played at Air Force, led, you know, great hockey teams, won a state championship team. Um, it's been pretty incredible to be able to ha- get takeaways and learn tendencies on what a, success, a successful team looks like and being able to implement that into um, how I perceive my team's wanting to play, too.
0: That's great. Well, we'll get to how your team's going to play in a little bit. Um, okay, so you get to
1: college. Oh wait! How did you end your high school career? I love asking that question. So, how, what was your last game? Uh, we lost to Duluth East in the section semifinals, uh, unfortunately.
0: Okay, so we'll, we'll Duluth, get to Duluth East yeah, in a bit. We had a
1: couple good teams back then, but. Um, but I believe that you ended Joey Benick's career, though. So that's you got that uh, feather in your hat, right? I love Joey and Andy, so shout out to those guys. But um, no, we were we were able to end his career, but I think he. Uh, he kind of had the last laugh with I think he did. playing at St. Cloud and going to play professional. So.
0: I think he did. Yeah. Uh, all right. So you, you after high school, um, you move on. You play, elect to play football. And you're a tight end at UW-River Falls. Your coach was Matt Walker, right? Yep, Matt Walker. And what was his coaching style like compared to your, your high school coaches? Um, was it abstractly different?
1: Uh, I wouldn't necessarily call it different. Um he was definitely a player's coach and loved being around the guys and being around the team. And he'd always have, you know, one liners or jokes that would be, uh, um, you know, that would just lighten the mood up in the, in the locker room. And um, unfortunately we were, you know, we weren't necessarily the best football team, but um, I like to say we were kind of the the foundation of the success that they've had over the course of the last few years. And um very happy for those guys to go back and play in there golf tournament every year and to see them you know succeed now over the course of the last two years and now being a um you know contender in the yac is, is super cool so it's funny you should bring up uh going back because I was talking to you I think it was a
0: uh, a dad of a girls high school player who had gone she had gone on a visit there and they got back and they were just like that place is unbelievable. Yeah. The facilities for all sports is
1: second to none.
0: You want to elaborate a little bit on that?
1: Yeah, it's uh, it's unbelievable. We uh, Carmen Pata and that strength training group over there um, was was overdue. We we were we were training in a uh, a little bit of an older weight room, older gymnasium, and um, the facilities that they were able to build over the course of the last five years are unbelievable, state of the art. Um, Hockey arena, brand new stadium, brand new basketball stadium, uh, division one weight room, um, and it's just been incredible with the recruiting aspect too for them on the hockey and football side of showing kids like world class facilities, and um, you know it's been helping them too win, win more games. I haven't seen their bo- men's team, but I know their girls' women's team has been yeah. outstanding the last top five, the last four or
0: five. Yeah, years. Women's
1: team has been great.
0: All right. Um, so after college, um, you head back and you wanted to coach. Before,
1: what kind of led to that? I think you had some experience in college as well. Yeah, I was uh, was able to be an undergrad assistant uh, for Steve Freeman and his group over with the varsity, varsity boys. And, um, you know, essentially my day-to-day was to, to help sharpen skates, uh, watch praxis, fill water bottles, control inventory of equipment. And. Um, you know, really sparked me into wanting to coach hockey further. And, um, you know, ironically, the year I graduated, had a conversation with Bill Thorson and coaching with uh, Gavin Thorson's Squared A team, and that's kind of what propelled me into coaching.
0: So I'm guessing knowing you, you're, you know, whatever, undergrad, whatever, but it's kind of a water boy. I mean, mean, it's equipment manager. You said glorified equipment manager, but – I'm guessing you brought like three or four sponges when you were there and just kind of sponged up as much as you could from that coaching staff and watch how things are run. And you weren't just, you know, happy to sharpen skates. You were learning. What what were some of the things you drew away from that coaching staff?
1: Yeah, I think the the biggest thing was the compete level for their teams, Um, you know, getting the most out of their players to, you know, show up to the rink, you know, work their tails off and, um, you know, show that within the game processes as well and, um, I can't call Freeman being the creator of this, but I took the two hard laps after every drill from really Steve Freeman, so that's kind of cool.
0: Yeah, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, all right, so go walk through the the first call uh, to Coach Thorson. Why was Coach Thorson the guy you reached out to? Because he just kind of represented everything andover hockey at the time. He really was, if you think about it. I think Gunner was yep. uh, a, a a peewee and second year. Gavin PhD. was a, was a squirt and Ella was probably in U eights. Right. So or he
1: would have been, Gunnar Would have been a first year Bantam.
0: Right. 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 But the, the three kids yeah. right in the heart of it. So yeah. you, re- you reached out to him and what was his response?
1: Yeah. I think, uh, he wanted, you know, alumni to come back and get into coaching within the youth association. And, um, you know, with Bill having three kids at, in the youth program already, he needed some, extra help, and, you know, I kind of thought about it and decided it would be a good, really good opportunity to get on the ice and be able to give back and was uh, was able to, um, you know, help out that team. I believe we had a conversation. We were took third in the squirtacular that oh, yeah. year, so Oh, yeah. Um, no, it was fun. It was a lot of fun.
0: There were a lot of good teams that year. And a District 10 championship. I, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, yeah. And I think you won the Eden Prairie championship too. We did, so we I, did. did. I was there. I'm kind of a loser. Sorry. <laughs> I just remember it was a really good team. It was, it was a really a good, good team. team. It was fun. Um fun. What I what was it like? I mean, you you probably thought at the time, you know, ver, you know, like what you see and what you actually get, right? Like what you probably saw was I'm going to go coach ten year old squirts and whatever. But when you showed up and Cooper Conway's there and Gavin Thorson's there and they had a really good team, what was your what were your thoughts on that team? Uh, yeah, on that experience. Was, uh,
1: unbelievable amount of talent on that team um, at the square at that squirt level and being able to work hand in hand and I think getting my feet wet you know just understanding on what a typical practice would look like and not necessarily I mean having a general idea of what a college practice is like but um, you know knowing or, or watching Bill run through a, a split ice practice and being able being able to get my hands on and running practices too and being just being around the kids was was fun and I ended up obviously loving it and wanting to pursue my own team and uh had an opportunity with the next year being able to coach the Bantamese so that was kind of my first step into being a head coach.
0: So before we jump into that I wanted to just uh you said something before we we started at about how Bill Thorson could basically come up he had 150,000 drills in his brain. He just downloaded one for that practice, for that situation that worked out and getting, he could run a practice with 80 guys. Tell me a little bit more about that.
1: Yeah, Bill, uh, Bill I mean, he's a mastermind in having a sense of where his team's at and being, um, being able to, you know, extract drills that would be able to, um, you know, pinpoint specific weaknesses he's seeing within either practices or games and, um, you know, helping their teams, his teams, uh, you know, get better as the season goes along and um you know it's pretty incredible we actually cal and i had a conversation calikowski cal name dropper name drop had a we had a conversation actually last saturday about that and um yeah it's uh it's been a lot of fun being able to to watch their practices and um pick up new things every day from
0: them. i think it's gonna be fun for bill to come watch you coach a practice and go yeah I, that's my drill or that's my influence and, not, and then there's other stuff where that's not mine you right. know or you have your own you have your own twist on things right. and you got your own twist when you got to coach the bantam single a team that next season and i think shivsky was on that team yep. and it's pretty interesting to see his track i mean it, talk about a late bloomer
1: right there yeah he uh remember him from first year bantams he's I wouldn't say the same player he is now but he has he always had that extra gear of a shot and um you know watching him go from where he was at Bannum's to double captain my my double team and then obviously the the success he had in high school and Mr. hockey th-
0: finalist, Mr. right?
1: Hockey finalist, uh, captain now for Waterloo, committed to Michigan. They're in the playoffs, committed to Michigan. You know, he's he's a stud.
0: I would put that as meteoric rise from single <laughs> right. A bantams in yep. eighth
1: grade to where he is today. It's doing well in the Elite league too. And yeah, he's a he's a fun he's a fun uh, story for, for Andover Rocky. We had him. I think it might have been the COVID year. Was this was that a senior year? Twenty one or twenty two? Uh,
0: twenty two. They won state. Sort have been twenty one. Twenty one. Yep. Twenty one. Because he wasn't on the state championship nope. team. Um, yeah. So it must have been the. the COVID year um okay so you had coached that one season how did you get the uh how'd you get the call from Bantam single A to double A do you remember that scenario
1: um the specifics no but um I was close with uh the association and um did an interview process kind of laying out my my thoughts and I, I think Bill or Mark had a little bit of influence on it too but um no it was uh was, I remember I was, I was very excited and nervous, um, but really excited to be able to work with the top group, and, um, you know, it's been a blessing ever since being able to work with those kids and watch them grow into high school players. So
0: the last seven seasons at AA, um, we'll get into some of your guys here, but some of there's got to be a few guys that you coached against, and they don't necessarily have to be – the Jimmy Snuggerudes of the world, but there has to be a few guys that just jump out like, man, we could not stop that kid or stop that team.
1: Who were some of those guys over the seven years that you remember? Oh, gosh. Um, I think we chatted. Uh, Lewandowski was one of them. Yeah, he was a stud. Um, Jensen's, the Duchesne's, uh, those From guys were Rogers. always uh, Husky Killer. Yeah. Um, just trying to think the. Uh, the Peyton Blairs, the Carl's the Centennial. We always had good games with them. Um, who else? I'm trying to think. I'm, I mean, I'm sure there's X- tons, M- tons, tons. Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah, it's just kind of fun to see that era. You know, you go back, you talk to Pat Andrews, who's the coach at Hermantown, and the era he coached at Hermantown with Dylan Sandberg and those guys. He goes, yeah, we would have just wars against Jax Murray and these guys from Elk River. And, yeah. You know, just those little subtle little rivalries, right. whether it be in conference or in district or just just how it things get set up. It's fun to, to kind of reminisce a little bit about those guys. Yeah. Um, so you went to state twice. One of them was very disappointing. Uh, we joked about it a little bit. 2019-20, uh, your team uh, was headed to Bremer. Where were you? I always bring this. Where were you? were you in the building? Were you the late game? So you found out while at home. What was the cancellation uh, tournament scenario for the Andover Huskies? Yeah, a little
1: funny story. Um, I believe we were the 1 p.m. game. So you were probably there. We we were I was driving there. I was on the frontage road of Bremer Arena and I think I saw a tweet or I, I was someone sent me a tweet and said the state tournament's cancelled and I go in and yeah, it was kind of one of those uh different situations and then next thing you know it the the fold shut down and
0: So I live near Bremer, and I would that was my gonna be my of, you know, I was going to cover the double A and right. A Adams and um, had a bad feeling. Let's just say at 10 a.m. I uh, went out and watched a junior gold game online. And I'm like, dude, we got to do this social distancing thing. Because that was all brand new, right? This is like, there was no, we didn't really know what social distancing was. Right. And we're going to have to keep old people at home. We, I, w- I was talking to Glenn Andreessen about this just recently, about that day. Where were you? What happened? How did they decide? He was kind of giving me some of the insight on it. And I had just arrived at Braemar. So you and I were probably within five minutes, ten minutes of each other or whatever. And I found out. But I'll go back to this game. It was at South South St. Paul. And I'm not blaming these people. At the junior goal, like, we don't, a lot of stuff we just didn't know. But no. there were literally, like, 300 people at this junior gold first game. And they were just on top of each other. And I'm like, well, this isn't a very good start to what we want to get accomplished right. for the state tournament this weekend. And
1: then you know the rest yeah. of the history gets yeah. called off. Pretty sure the night before we had the Bam AMAA State Banquet at one of the banquet centers in Edina, and there was probably, you know, every single team. 400 plus people in this banquet center and we're just all kind of looking at each other, not knowing what we're about to get into. And I was like, Oh, okay. Probably wasn't the best idea at the time, but, um, but I'm sure the, oh, uh, by that time, by that time,
0: the NBA had canceled its season, which was, I think the kind of the, for lack of a better term, that was kind of the first right. bad sign of things to come. So
1: uh, what do you tell your team at that point? You know, it's you know getting to that point, the emotional high of you know being qualifying for the state tournament, and um, you know that group being the first Bantam Double A team from Andover to make it to the state was a little bit even more emotional. But um, you know, a lot of just the question marks of why was probably the biggest, right. biggest thing of trying to tackle as a you know an and- answer. And, yeah, and you don't have an you're answer. Sick, you're and, looking in your briefcase for yeah, an answer and there's nothing in there. You're looking here. for guidance and no one's really giving it to you straight. And um, No, but I'm glad that um, that specific group was able to accomplish, that. accomplish and go to state.
0: I think same. I joked with you before the show that uh, there was eight teams in that state tournament. I think every one of them secretly has a plaque somewhere that they won state that year because they all – Thought they were going to win that tournament. That's how good that tournament was going to be. There was yeah, so many. It was, it was a fun teams. tournament.
1: Self-proclaimed. Yeah. It's great. It was great.
0: Yeah. It was great. Um, okay. Um, you made it to state a couple years later. Uh, you made it to uh, the state tournament up in Bedette. What was, I mean, other than losing the first round, what was the experience like
1: up there? You're literally playing on an island. Yeah. There's no one within no. three or four hours of you. Um no, it was a lot of fun. It was obviously that I first experienced um, going through the process of of the state tournament right. with, you know, the banquets. Um, Where was the banquet? In if, I remember, yeah, but I could, uh, if I remember correctly, don't quote me, I believe, was at the VFW? Yeah, I was going to say VFW. Um, it's a big place. Yeah, it was in the basement of the VFW. And um, the, the pre-skate practice we were able to do was a lot of fun and nerve-wracking and um no I mean there's uh, I mean you can bring any coach on this pod and any team that makes the state tournament you have little butterflies you're you know you're trying to get your kids to calm down and it, it was a great game um shout out to Bemidji they played great and um we were able to beat Wiper Lake the next day in a thriller and um which kind of helped ease the loss a little bit but no it was it was a lot of fun and definitely makes you want to get back to that environment. Right. Right. Absolutely.
0: Um, okay. So let's get into high school coaching. Uh, you talked that uh, you and, um, Peter, uh, Peter asked you uh, at the blue ox this year, I, he, Peter's way smarter than I am. Uh, he asked you if you ever wanted to coach high school and how did you
1: swerve around that question? I think I changed subjects to uh, getting a can of your salsa, and I believe he gave me a can of your salsa. Right, so good, good, the good, Joe Mama salsa. Um, but no, it was, um, you know, I kind of had in the back of my back of my head that I wanted to coach high school, and um, through the process of the season and um, going into, um, you know, my professional life and where we were at with my family, it made sense that my schedule would be able to align to be able to lead a high school team. So, um, yeah, it came. Came fast. So you had never applied for another high school job? I did not. Uh, Forest Lake was the first uh, first school I applied for.
0: All right. Um, okay, so big question here. We'll get into the coaching stuff. How does that fit into family life? You're married. How long have you been married? I got married New Year's Eve this year. No way. Yeah. So you're like a newlywed. Yeah, newlywed. You get the newly, like the new car smell yep <laughs> i love it yep. i love it okay uh tell us a little bit about your wife
1: yeah and what uh, does she do yeah um natalie is uh, originally from burdensville went to und okay um 2008 state champion uh on the dance scene nice um yeah she's awesome um she uh works for robert half as a, a director of recruiting i guess you would say cool um yeah, and she's my biggest supporter and my rock, and I love her to death. And you know, she came. I think she said she came to forty-five of my fifty-five bands. Stop it! Yeah,
0: she's, that, she's awesome. Book
1: that clip right there. That's I that's know. amazing. She start. I mean, I could almost have her start writing depth charts for me and what she likes. And oh, you know, it's funny having conversations with her and. Uh, I guess my kind of inkling into the parents too, to make sure that they're in line in the stands and yeah, that's not, true. Not that's true. And smack. And that sort of <laughs> Coach knows nothing. Yeah. Um, okay. That's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. And you have a dog too. I do. I have uh, a French bulldog puppy, Jofa. Who, whose idea was it to get the dog? Uh, so we, we originally had a French. Natalie or you who really wanted the dog? You know, it's, I, I would say Jofa leans more towards his mom. Yeah. But I like to think that Jofa secretly likes me too a little bit. Okay. All right. Good deal. Good deal. Yeah. All right. And what uh, do you do for work? Yeah. I work for a company called Inovalon, I'm okay. a senior account executive with them. Uh, I help post acute and hospice facilities with uh, healthcare software solutions. So all right, and yeah. you've been in
0: that kind of your whole life, right? I
1: mean, whole yeah, I've been in tech sales majority of my professional career, and I've been with an Ovalon just shy of three years now. What
0: do you think of the? Uh, I mean, I know what case you're going to make, but what do you think of the the educator teacher versus the professional coach? You know, I, I see there's value to both. Yeah, um, someone who kind of doesn't have that educator background kind of comes in with a fresh viewpoint, and then you have the one who's the educator, like a Bruce Plant type. Yeah. who's you know, I see. My theory is like, can they lead young men or young women is like the far most important
1: skill, not what is their profession, but what's your take on that? Yeah, I think, um, you know, I think it's important to build a staff with people that are in the school too. Um, Right, lucky enough to be able to have a couple of JV guys that are in the high school. Um, right now that would be able to, you know, just be around the kids every day, um, with my job and. The conversations we've had with Forest Lake and their type of facilities and environment to be able to work remotely and do some things allows someone that isn't a teacher to be able to coach, and that was super appealing and nice and um, was one of the main factors of being drawn to be able to coach to Forest Lake.
0: Okay. Um, let's get into um, other uh, other stuff about Forest Lake. i got a, yeah. some questions for you. Um I mean, let's get we'll put it right on the table right away. Forest Lake has not had a long history of hockey success. Right. You know what you're entering uh, when you come after this job. It, it basically, it's a salvation project. You basically get to start from ground zero and start your program. Yep. What, is, what, what was that? What's the first thing you did or what are the first few things you're doing to, to kind of help that
1: long term process? Yeah, I think the the initial processes of myself taking over Forest Lake was, um, you know, reaching out to the community and, and understanding, you know, how Forest Lake Hockey was and where they envision it being moving forward. Um, really, what did they say? Was able to talk with a few board members on the youth and high school side, and um, you know, there's the amount of enthusiasm and wanting to be a really good hockey community is there and they for a lack of better terms and need someone to step in and, and help push them to be that um and that's what is really exciting right now is the being able to step in and, and feel the buy-in of wanting to get better and to win hockey games and everyone's super supportive and um you know they've they, there's a passion in, in Ranger hockey and just needs a little bit of a of push to you know get them over the top and become a you know a community like in Andover uh, Centennial and the successful programs that are in the area. Um, one of the things that I
0: was told, a, a guy who coached, and he said to me, and I'm not going to get into the parent part of this, um, but he says the hardest part of his job was. All of the admin, you know, there's, there's the summer training program that I'm sure you'll probably lead this summer. There's, you know, all of the the admin that goes with that. And then all of the things that related to both teams, the hotels for out of town stuff, he goes, he goes, I think 80% of my job is admin and 20% is actually coaching the game of hockey. Are you, how do you prepare yourself for that? Um,
1: I don't, I don't necessarily know if you can be prepared walking into it. Um, You know, I like to think I'm a, you know, push forward type of person to where I'll be able to handle a situation. If I'm not familiar with it, I'll, I'll ask for help. Um, But no, right now we're in the processes of getting our STP program set up. There's um, some construction on our second rink, um, which is going to be awesome for next winter. But, um, you know, figuring out that ice time, getting registration live and, um, yeah, finding some back, some alumni help too, to help out. Here's what a geek I am. Um, I know in historically you guys have hosted a summer. We have. Event. Are you going to keep doing it? We are. We're hosting, uh, STP, um, hockey festival. I believe it's the weekend of the 23rd. If I remember that correctly, June or oh, July. June, June 23rd. Yeah. And we, uh, it's one of our one of our fundraisers to help out with the Blue Line Club, and yeah, yeah. it's. Uh, I think they've been doing it for a long time, and will you play in the Braemar event as well? Or the Noss at Bloomington, will you play
0: in that summer event as well?
1: I'm not sure this I've year. I've seen Forest Lake in it like almost every yeah. year. I'm not entirely sure this year on on our on that schedule. I'm still working through what I can and can't do, but yeah, I know for sure we're doing um, the Forest Lake tournament, and then we have a few. Home and homes with different teams. That oh, were set teams. up previously. I haven't looked. Uh, I should have probably done that. Sorry. What is the?
0: How many returners to the pro? What are your numbers returning, and what are your numbers coming in from Bantams? Pr- approximately, right? Well, I I guess are there
1: cuts coming, yeah. or or are you are you going to be short? Um, I would. So last year there were 65 kids who tried out. Wow. So there's there's a decent number of of. Um, trial participants last year and Forest Lake That's incredible. Do they have a junior gold team? Yep. So Forest Lake has a pretty big junior gold program. Okay. They have a U eighteen and U sixteen teams. Right. Um I believe if oh, I did my math right we'll have about twenty five ish plus coming back. Okay. Um and then coming in we'll have seven, eight or nine. Okay. Um from the Bantam ranks, I didn't necessarily do the fact checking on outside of the Bantam Double team, but no, there will be there will definitely be a healthy number of kids trying out. Which it's always is, a big number. Nice. How many
0: do we got? We got yeah. thirty. We got 40, we have fifty? Whatever. It's just
1: I'm not saying other cuts. Like, yeah, bringing the hammer down cuts. Like, it's not an easy thing to do. Is come no. right in and start cutting people. Yeah, it's probably the toughest job in you know any sports is having that conversation of cutting down to a certain number.
0: All right, so. How much did you know about Forest Lake before the thought of Forest Lake coaching job open? What did you know about what was what was your impression of what Forest Lake was?
1: Yeah, um, playing at Andover and Forest Lake being in our section, um, you know, they've always had, you know, hard blue chip style teams that gave you, you know, their best effort every night and uh well coached and um and the, the processes of interviewing and um, learning more about Forest Lake hockey and where they want to be. They want to take on that style of, you know, coming to the rink every day and um, getting back to the point of where Forest Lake well, isn't going to be an easy out every night. Okay. Well, I don't think they've ever been an easy out, that's <laughs> for sure. Um, what are your plans? I'm a little bit
0: about getting into your plans as far as you talked already about a little bit about the summer stuff stuff. Uh, what, what does a Jay team look like?
1: Yeah, I think uh, the first thing starting off is building a culture in the locker room on what you perceive um, and the values you preach to your kids. Uh, we had a team meeting on Tuesday talking about um, what it means to win the day, and I'm sure you've seen um, that. Oh, yeah. that's what I, When platform, I
0: announced so. when I announced you as the coach, yep. I threw
1: win the day in there because yep. that is your statement. Yep, Shot out. Where did you get that from? Shout-out to Matt Walker at River Falls. It was his staple. Win the day, palm up. So, um, yeah, so we talked about that a little bit on Tuesday. What does palm up mean? Um, you know, uh, keeping up. the team before yourself. Palm Got it.
0: Up. Oh, palm up. Got it. Yep. all
1: right. Good. Love it. Sorry, I'm
0: stupid. Yeah.
1: Um, but, no, it really uh, building a culture and then getting the locker room. And, um, you know, once you have the kids buying in, you'll be able to, you know, dial in the in-game processes of, Different strategies and, um, you know, getting, uh, understanding weaknesses and help improving that and building on strengths and all the fun coaching stuff.
0: All right. Um, what are your plans for staff? You mentioned a couple of JV guys. Are they going to stay with the JV? Are they going to join your staff? Do you have an assistant coach named yet? Yeah, I have, Let's uh, hear it.
1: I have one assistant coach named on varsity, Taylor Partner. Okay. Um, played at St. Mary's. Uh, Played through the North American League with Odessa. Um, grew up with Brad and I to Andover, and he's been on my staff for a few years. Um, previously, we named a JV coach, Annie Richardson. He was the Forest Lake head girls coach last year and wanted to take a step back and be an assistant, and we were able to convince him he's the head track coach. Right. Um, and then I've had some interviews with a goalie and forwards coach um, that have gone well, so Hopefully we can wrap that up here in the next week or so and get a staff put together for summer.
0: How excited are you for this? Uh, like I, knocked on a wall, excited? Yeah, I'm, yeah. You
1: <laughs> were if you were to if you were to, uh, you were to sit into our team meeting on Tuesday, I think I was. Uh, Did you go Lombardi right out uh, of the gate? I, you know, I was no, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Did you just just let's go? Yeah, right? let's go. I, I, you know, I'm I, I'm beyond excited. You know, it's it's been a whirlwind of the last week or so, but, um, you know, I, I'm, I'm ready to get going. I'm, I'm ready to get to work and help guide these, these, these men to getting back to being a powerhouse and circle a calendar team. I'm really excited. Circle the calendar. Uh,
0: and you're in the same conference as Cretan,
1: yep, right? We're in the suburban East. It'll be white bear, uh, white bear, Stillwater, Cretan, Moundsview, Roseville, us, uh, I might be forgetting one or two, but yeah, it's a really tough conference. We've That's won. that'd be a good test for you right yeah. out of the gate. Up uh, and then being in section seven as well. And yeah,
0: you got a big so you're gonna play those conference games, two two conference games with us,
1: and then you probably gotta spend a lot of your non conference games against the seven double A's, right? Uh, majority will be against seven double A's. I don't wanna spoil our our opener, but it's gonna be a fun one. You can't you can't tell me. I can't tell it's you. not that. there yet? I hear that. It's not Andover. So. Not, not inked. Ooh, that'd be even better. Yeah, I know. I'd i like to get
0: that one. Maybe a couple of years. I'd like to see that. Mark, that would be Mark fantastic. Mark will put us on the schedule. <laughs> that would be fantastic. Yeah. Um, what is the 7AA now? They, they used to have a QRF, but they're back to a coaches vote now.
1: Yes. I believe they're a coach's vote now. Um, when do you have your first section coaches meeting? Will that be at the vote, coaches' vote, or do they have something preseason for I'm that? sure there's preseason. I haven't heard any uh, specific dates set yet, but um, I'm sure i will be coming here in the next few well, weeks. I'm
0: excited, really excited to see. Because I've, I've already seen what you can do with uh, Bantams, and it's been ultra successful. Um, really well-coached teams, very aggressive teams physical teams, I'm t- telling you what, I'm telling the viewers and listeners what to expect. Your yeah. teams will be hardworking, disciplined, you know, hard to play against type of teams. Um, what do you do to, I think, this is probably your, your, the hardest question I'll throw at you all day. When I think of Forest Lake, I think of kids from Forest Lake leaving to go to White Bear Lake. I think of kids from Forest Lake leaving to go play at Hill Marie, uh and others, right? What is the key to you know closing down the borders keeping everybody in Forest Lake and buying into to Ekman hockey
1: yeah I think the, I think the biggest aspect of that is um getting getting the players to be able to trust you as a leader and have that um, you know the specific drive and showing them what it what it takes to you know lead a group of men and getting that confidence that you'll be able to you know, bring successful teams to the ice and um, having that community level um, involvement is probably the biggest thing, um, you know, getting out, working with the youth, getting out, uh, you know, skating with the teams and getting your face in the community and showing the passion that you have for a specific uh, hockey group. I think it's probably the biggest thing. I don't think it's going to take you long. Uh, I do If think I know so, you though. well
0: enough, I don't think it's going to take long. I hope not. I don't okay. think it's going to take long at all. There's going to be some summer youth clinics, camps, and there's going to be Jay with the whistle around his neck. They're yeah. like, who's that yeah. guy? I'm like, well, he's always going to have a Forest Lake hat on. He'll have a yep. Forest Lake hoodie or a jacket, sweatpants, shoes. Yep. Maybe a you, Forest Lake beanie. You're the king of the swag. I've yep. never seen a guy who wears <laughs> so much of his own brand, which is great. You, you're all about it, and it's fantastic. Like, There's no mistake, Like, who does that guy coach right. for? No, so. diehard. All right, so I got a few uh, rapid fires to, to end this. Okay. Hopefully you aren't cheating and looking at my rapid fire. So. I think I just saw the last question. <laughs> <laughs> I saw your yeah. answer. I'm like, oh, that's good. That's fine. Yeah. That's all right. All right, here we go. We have five fun ones and then five hockey ones here. right Here Perfect. we go. Uh, number one, favorite food
1: your mom makes or made growing up? Oh, uh, I think I have two that are 1A, 1B. All right. Um, lasagna. Oof. Lasagna bake. Okay, I guess I should say three. Lasagna bake. Um, her enchilada bake. Ooh. Then now I'm hungry. Uh, uh a uh, holiday staple. Staple. Uh, egg and bacon bake. Nice. Everything's the bake. I yeah, like it. I'm a big bake. Guy. Big uh glass pan, right? Glass pan. Yep. Tear Love it. Hot, hot dish. Yeah. <laughs> Love it.
0: All right. Taylor Swift or Morgan Wallen? Uh, Morgan Wallen. All right. If you had one superpower, what
1: would it be? Uh, being able to read people's minds. Nice. I've heard of that one before. All right. No matter what, name one person who makes you laugh. Uh, one person that makes me laugh. Um, I don't know probably my wife. Now, right? Yeah. I,
0: that's what I, my guess was going to be. Yeah. All right. You could recommend one movie for anyone to watch. What would it be?
1: Funny, serious, you name it. I don't want to say the cliche miracle, but um, probably Youngblood. Oh, I like that. Nice, nice. nice.
0: It is. All right, now we'll get some hockey questions. Good segue there. Uh, Best player you
1: ever coached? It's a good list. It is a good list. Um, Oof. I mean, it probably has to be uh, probably Gavin Thorson. You only get one. Shout-out, Weston Knox. <laughs> right. I say that because Wesson <laughs> said I was his favorite coach ever. So oh! I got to give him a little shout-out. That's,
0: right. yep. That's right. Yep. That's
1: right. I was talking to Bernie,
0: his dad, this past week, and he said something about that. He goes, oh, yeah, I go, I'm interviewing Jay uh, next week on a podcast. He goes, he said something to the of, yeah, he said that uh, I wasn't his favorite coach, <laughs> Jay was. <laughs> yep. He goes, I'll never let him – Never, never let Weston forget that he said that while well, I taught him on a skate and did all the stuff that Bernie does you know right all right uh who's the best locker room guy you have might not be the best player but the guy who just makes the locker room makes your culture great
1: uh I mean I got it's a segue Weston Knox again okay all I mean, right he is uh he was a great guy he was a great leader for me and for the high school and Air Force is getting a great player. All right, ready to go with this one. I
0: think I know the answer, but maybe you
1: go off off script here. Yep. If
0: you had a motto for your team, what would it be? Uh, a motto? A motto. Oh, motto, okay. Um, when the day? I would think that would be the answer. All right. Yep. You're down two goals with four minutes left. When does Jay start thinking
1: about pulling the goalie? Uh, is there a face-off involved? Sure. It's 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 your uh, question. I would say uh, immediately and I probably get my uh I probably have to get pulled back a little bit. I'm I'm a pretty aggressive goalie puller. Um kind of puts the standard of where you're at on the ice of the score goal if you need to pull one again, but um you know, my funny could you care if I segue? Yeah. Funny story. Um I like guess not funny, but pretty cool story. Kyle Law's group. I believe it was 2000 and Nineteen, yep. Second year, double eighteen nineteen. Yeah, playing Elk River at home, down three goals with two and a half minutes left. We're able to come back, score and three. three and a half minutes, and tie, and tie it. So that was kind of cool. But um, no, I would say probably right away, right away. All well, right. then we, before the three forty five mark. Okay, good. All right, last question: Who's the best player in Forest Lake history? Um. I think you would have to say CJ Cease. I would, too. Because he played – well, he plays in the NHL, Yeah, obviously, so probably CJ Cease. Go with him. I think he's with San Jose now.
0: All right. Well, that about does it um, for for us here. This was a blast getting to know you. Hopefully the people from Andover got some good chuckles and the people from Forest
1: Lake got a feeling of who they got coming in. Anything else you want to share here? Oh, I appreciate your time. Uh, This has been fun, and um, I can't wait to – uh, get started and get on the ice with uh, with my boys over in Forest Lake and get out in the community and, you know, hopefully and I want to, you know, congratulate the spring sports too with a lot of guys playing different sports and Good luck as your tennis and golf matches and baseball games go on. So That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, I appreciate the uh, new Forest Lake yes, Rangers absolutely. jersey on the rack here. It's just awesome to have another one in the 7AA for us. And I don't know, I get too sappy here, but I would love watching guys go from – from one level to the next in the coaching ranks, and big fan of yours. And when I saw you got named, I'm like, "Ah, I'm going to podcast this guy because he'll be an interesting story, and I think people from Forest Lake will be excited. We're excited to start calling off on our our boys' podcast, Big Wins for Forest Lake, because I know they're coming.
1: All right. I appreciate that. Thank you.
0: Jay Ekman, new coach at Forest Lake High School.